Welcome to the Amori Magazine podcast here on AmoriMagazine.com. On this episode, my guest is Isaac Keys, one of 12 bachelors competing to win Amarosa's Heart in a new reality show on TV One called Donald J. Trump Presents The Ultimate Merger. It premieres Thursday night, June 17th at 9 p.m. on TV One. Here he is, Isaac Keys. Let's start with the uh, upcoming show, The Ultimate Merger. Tell us a bit about the show and what it what it involves. Okay, well, the show is the Donald Trump uh, Ultimate Merger for the love of Amarosa. And um, like you said, I mean, you stated, it's, 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 it's myself and 11 other bachelors. Um, I think where it's kind of unique at is that I don't think we've ever been able to represent um, a minority type of show um, with the bachelor or bachelorette. And I think it's unique because it's, 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 it's bringing the aspect of um, professionalism. Uh, a lot of reality shows that we have going on right now, you know, are, you know, are a little, have a little more antics into them with nicknames and, you know, a little more cattiness and things like that. But this is a show where you have um, 12 bachelors all coming from professional and distinct backgrounds, whether it's an R&B artist, uh, and I'll be sure, or Ray Lavender, or um, a former professional athlete and myself, an attorney, other guys coming from just business aspects. And um, it puts us in a, you know, more of a grown-up stand-up state of mind. I like to say a grown and sexy type of show. Um, so it kind of changes the demographics, I think, for this, and it gives um, more adults something to really kind of watch and, and entertain, because, I mean, there really is, it's, it's, it's really reality in this. I mean, they're putting us in situations where um, nothing but your true colors can really shine, no matter how long you try to think you just, you know, portray yourself for the camera. That's not the case, because it's, it's, the cameras are around 24 hours, they're there all the time, so you can hold your stomach in only for so long. Uh, before it's gonna come out, <laughs> okay, that's a phrase I like to use. But um, and you know, it, it just—I think it changes the demographics. I think it's just a a show that hasn't been on TV before. The show was filmed in Las Vegas. So, was there any time, you know, when the cameras weren't rolling, to go out in Vegas, or was it all pretty intense competition the whole time and you were there? It was—I would have to say—it was always pretty, pretty. It was all intense yeah. competition with the cameras. I mean, and and the thing is that I mean, we, we were there for one thing. That was really just trying to win the heart of Amarosa, and that was just. No matter if you came in, not necessarily, you know, on board for that, it puts you in a situation for that. It's kind of like one of those things that you, you grow, you grow into. If you if you stayed around long enough, you, you grew into, you know, wanting that heart and, and wanting to really get to know her um, because she's an intriguing person herself. So her being intriguing is always going to spark your interest to try to want to know more about her. And in Vegas, I mean, it, it's still going on now. I mean, you, they may say we used to invade, but this whole thing is, is still going on. This is a process. Okay. Over there where nobody says anything. Oh, you're done, hey, No, it, it's still going on to this point as we speak right now. But uh, So when you met Amorosa for the first time, uh, was she what you imagined, or was she different from, you know, the public perception, uh, you know, that she I mean, had coming from Apprentice? You know what? The catch to this whole thing was, and I really enjoyed it, because you went in not necessarily knowing. Um, when, when Donald Trump chose us, he didn't necessarily say who we, who we were going to be uh, pursuing. Uh, so we went in, you know, not necessarily knowing a lot of things. So it had the anticipation, the excitement, and just, the, um, you know, just the, the, the excitability was so high because you didn't know who you were pursuing. So you didn't know if you were going to click with a person. You didn't know if you were going to be attracted to that person. So when she walked in, it was like, okay, wow, because she represents herself very well. Yeah. She wears nice gowns. She looks nice gowns. She has a high body. And she has that type of attitude where... If you're not a strong enough man, then you will get intimidated by her whole persona. Me being a strong enough man, I wasn't intimidated. I was more intrigued. And, you know, I just felt like, okay, step your game up time. And to me, everything was kind of based around, fell in behind, you know, the professional football aspect of being in training camp, 
with all these other, you know, guys that are competing for different, you know, different spots to try to make the team. She was the team. Uh-huh. And I was in there with 11 other guys, and I was in there competing to, to get to earn my spot. Okay, so uh, speaking of that, uh, being a former NFL player, do you feel like that helped you in in the competition uh, on such a show? I think being a former NFL player helped me a lot in the show, just because a lot of the guys weren't used to either having to bunk up or stay in rooms with other you know other guys. I consider them teammates or whatever um, when I was playing, and also you know being able to compete but still be able to have um, a cool relationship where it's not nothing personal towards you. But I'm competing, okay. so it's like it's not—it's not necessarily that I don't necessarily like you. It's just that right now we're competing for something, so I want to win. Now, when it's over, when the competition part is over, then we can sit down and talk, have have a drink, whatever. But at that time, you know, I'm competing, so it was something I was already accustomed to. I think some of the other guys had to get used to it, and some of the guys that you know, that, you know, just you know, fell by the wayside or whatever it may be, was I think that was kind of a victim of that. Okay, so the show's produced by Donald Trump. So were you able to meet him during the during the filming? Um, well, Donald Trump, you know, I know he's a very busy man. I think at some point we will get to meet him. Um, not necessarily on the show. We were so busy taping and, and, um, and just cameras rolling and just kind of getting all involved in what we had to do to try to get that woman's attention. You know what I mean? So at that time, no, I didn't get a chance to really meet him personally. Now, speaking of uh, football and obviously uh, dating, when, when you did play football, was it hard to have a relationship? Uh, you know, being on the road so much and putting so much time, you know, into practicing and playing? Mm-hmm. With, me, with me particularly, it was a little hard just because I was always um, fighting to earn that spot in football. Um, so with the instability in football, I think it kind of carried over to instability in my relationships and being in different cities. Not necessarily if I'm going to be here a long time or if I was there and I developed some type of relationship and I'm moving to another city. You know, the following year, trying to trying to maintain a long distance relationship, things like that, with things that kind of always kind of arose in my relationships. So it's like I, over the time, I developed a lot of friends, but not necessarily a strong um, relationship that I was, you know, could be. And I think that was one of the main reasons why I was so intrigued about this show, because it was putting me in a situation where I could focus on this one woman. Even though I'm jumping through hoops and climbing the ladder, doing all these different things, yeah, for her, yeah. it put me in a whole other situation. I'm putting likes about experiences, and I really believe this show is going to be entertaining to everybody because it puts you see seeing grown men go through all the little things that women don't necessarily see, per se, when they try when they try to court a woman. Uh, what is your ideal kind of, of woman? Okay, my ideal type of woman is, is is a woman that I'm attracted to, and I mean physically and mentally. Uh, I think a lot of people try to they get scared or scared away from the, the vain aspect. But to me, the physical attraction is big for me, at least initially in a relationship, because that's the one that's going to bring me. When I look at her, it's like, wow, that's my baby right there. I want to go over there. You know, that, that gives you that animal, animalistic activity. But along with that, I need that mental stimulation as well. And it's that mental stimulation, I need her to be very confident in herself, secure within herself, because being involved in anything that has to do with entertainment, from athleticism to being on the camera, a woman has to be strong enough to be, to be strong enough to be independent, but smarter to be dependent when need to be. Just because you know you're dealing with a lot, so I need her to be able to just know me, get to know me as a person, and be confident within me because I'm confident without her. Did you at any point during the the filming think, "Oh my God, what did I get myself into?" Or the whole time, you know, were you after this this particular goal that you know it, it didn't matter? You know what? I was I was all in. I, I guess at, when, I, when I realized that it was game on. I was all in, and you know, I, I just let 
I am as a person come out. Because, you know, ultimately, like I said in the previous question, is I wanted her to get to know me. Even though I'm doing all these different things, you know, basically I'm doing all these things for her to get to know more about me. And I was open. I was an open book for that. Get to know me so you can see whether you are attracted to me or whether you see something in me. Okay. So I felt like me being true to myself will allow her to see, you know, who I am as a person. So I was all in from, from the jump all the way through. You know, until now, we, you know, it's, it's just an ongoing process, and I'm, I'm still just being Isaac. Um, and last week you were on the Wendy Williams show promoting the show, and she gave you her basically an endorsement that uh, Amorosa <laughs> should pick you. So how does it feel getting that kind of uh, endorsement? You know, when Wendy gave me that type of endorsement, she, you know, I, I really, I was, I was surprised. I was very surprised that you know I stood out to Wendy. Wendy is um, is a you know, phenomenal talk show host. She's been in the game for you know a while, and she's tore people down and built them back, built them up. So it was really an honor for her because it could have went so many directions on that show. Uh-huh. So many different directions due to the history that her and Amorosa have, and you know then coming on with the bachelors, we actually in the audience. It could went so many different directions, and I was just happy that you know she took the you know the high road and said something positive about me, and I mean, let alone about me. You know, it was just so it, I was elated. You know, it was, it was surprising, and I was you know I was excited about it. But nothing that I would take to the head. <laughs> the way it's time she built me up now, and then later on I had to be defending myself. So <laughs> I just took it as a, you know a grain of salt, but it was very much appreciated. Uh, do you have any celebrity crushes? I'm a Rosa. I'm a Rosa, my celebrity crush. Okay. Um... <laughs> And uh, now, obviously, uh, you're also an aspiring actor, so uh, if you had an ideal role, uh, what would that be? Who would you want to co-star with? Oh, man. Um, wow, that's big. Um, the ideal role, I think, for me to play is I want to do something a little more range, rangy. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, I can always play a football player. I always play the, the athletes and all that stuff. But give me something where I'm playing... I don't know, maybe a, a drug addict, or maybe I'm playing, you know, I don't know, something, something that gives me something, uh, that, that takes me somewhere that I normally am not. Okay. Just, you know, it takes me out of my normal character. And um, co-star, man, that, that list is long. <laughs> I mean, for males, for males, you know, I'm always on, on all perspectives. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, um, you know. Yeah. Breaking over to, I really am a Sandra Bullock fan. I really like Sandra Bullock. Yeah. I've always have been. Taraji P. Henson. I mean, it goes it goes long. Denzel, of course. I mean, it's just, it's just anybody that is willing to work, <laughs> you know, that's out there. And I just want to bring my A game because I'm coming into the game and I, and I respect the craft. And you know, I'm doing my part on finding the craft. It's like football; you have to work and train. Sure. Um, on the physical and the mental aspect. So we're acting. I'm doing the same thing right now, and it's just that, you know, I just feel like you know I enjoy being in front of the camera, really portraying a character through me. Okay, uh, and growing up, who were some of your uh, idols, whether it be, you know, uh, Hollywood or in sports or in just ge- generally in life? Well, um, I had to say first to start off with my idols. My idol was my father, Isaac Key Sr. Okay. And um, and my grandfather, um, Jack Holman. <laughs> that was, those were, my, those were my, the two men in my life that stood out that really played a significant role in my life for us, just uh-huh. being, you know, responsible and taking care of family take care of home. Outside of those two, um, in the sports arena, I mean, he's going through a hard time now, but Lawrence Taylor was a big, it was a big, you know, force on, on the field. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I send, send everything out to him, hope everything works out with him. Um, Magic Johnson, because he always had personality, and that was the biggest thing with Magic Johnson. He made himself marketable because he was good on the court, but he had personality 
off the court that allowed people to really enjoy him and like being around him. And that's one of the biggest things that I think I've taken from this. You can be a phenomenal athlete, but if you people just don't like you or not drawn to you with your personality or your charisma, then it's hard for you to be marketable. Markability is the biggest thing in this game. It's only helps to help you stick around. Uh, and you've done some modeling as well. So uh, was it hard to make the transition from sports into acting and modeling? Yeah, um, I like to call it a life of transition. Um, with the transition, I mean, the modeling thing is just a, it's, 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 that's a real fine-tuned art form because they're looking for something that is exact. And, you know, coming from football, being having the stature of a bigger man than most models, it's very hard to get into modeling. And I just like to say that, you know, I just did a few things, like maybe a, a spread on a, a magazine or in a magazine. Runway modeling, that's not for me. I would never, get, I would never be able to reach those 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 sizes. Yeah. <laughs> in, my, in my lifetime, but I just enjoy doing different things in front of the camera, whether it's taking pictures or whether it's acting. I like doing things in front of or even hosting or public speaking. I just like doing things that. I like entertainment. I like being able to let my personality come out and share it with other people right. and my life's experiences. Share it with other people, whether it's through a facial expression or verbally. Any particular one of the three that you like the most, whether it be sports, modeling, or acting, or do you like them all, you know, e evenly? Having done that, I have to say, I mean, I'm always going to love sports because that was my passion, that was my heart, and I put everything I had into sports. Now I think it's just at the time where you know acting is just kind of like more. It's, it's I, I feel it's natural to me. I've been told, you know, it's, it seems to be a natural aspect. But you know, it's, it's still a game like sports. Like you have to, you know, you can work, 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 and just then you finally you may get a break or you may not. So it's kind of the same thing almost in sports that you work and you're just waiting for your time to shine. When it when it hits, then it hits. But until then, you just got to keep on working and just you know trying to put yourself in the right situation. Yeah, and make a play. And that's why I think the similarities come between the acting and the game is that, you know, you, it's just they're very similar to that. You, you get critiqued all the time, but you just wait for that big hit. I'm sure you will have uh, lots of success. So. But thank you very much. I appreciate it. That was Isaac Keys, one of 12 bachelors competing for Omarosa's heart in the upcoming reality show, Donald J. Trump Presents The Ultimate Merger. It premieres Thursday night, June 17th at 9 p.m. on TV One. For more about The Ultimate Merger, you can log on to TV1Online.com. Until next time, this is the Amore Magazine podcast here on AmoreMagazine.com.